Okay. Well, welcome to the threesome, y'all. This is the podcast where the three of us try to talk about at least three topics each week. <laughs> Sorry about last week. Um, the three of us, of course, are our point person and optimistic realist. We call her Star. The weather outside is frightful. Yes, it is. And it's, mm, I don't know, Michigan weather. I, I don't know what to say about that. Because it was like in the 50s, what, three, four days ago. I, and then it snows yesterday. So, who knows? But anyway, the this center. Is trying to chase me out. Go ahead, sorry. <laughs> uh, well. <laughs> go through a few of them Texas summers and you'll have a better appreciation for this. But um, the center of our threesome and our voice of reason, we call him Magic. Y'all ain't great, still thankful. Mm. <laughs> I am always thankful. Thankful for what we yes. have. I do gratitude every month of the year. I write it down. So, yep, always thankful. Uh, And bringing up the rear, as usual, I identify as the pragmatic contrarian, and they call me Storm. (laughs) So, while we're on the subject of being thankful, um, Star, uh, you wanted to talk about (laughs) the worst Thanksgiving dish. So, I went over to a relative of mine, kind of Thanksgiving event, and the food was relatively good. Um, It was actually really good. She had these lamb chops with like zip sauce. Awesome. Um, There were several other items there that were really good. Deviled eggs, the dressing, the yam, all that stuff was good. Like, um... The one thing that was surprisingly good was the macaroni and cheese. And the reason why it was surprisingly good was because it had paprika on it. Different. Why is that? Okay, go ahead. Who puts paprika? Anyway. um, I mean, not on it, but, you know, I, I I put a pinch in it. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, not on it. So it was it was tasty nonetheless. I had never seen macaroni and cheese with, you know, uh paprika on it, but it was good. Um and it got me to thinking about like, you know, some of the worst like Thanksgiving dishes like ever. So <clears throat> when I was younger, I was like probably in my middle teens, maybe early teens. My uncle was uh, dating this woman, and she had invited us over for Thanksgiving. And so, um, <laughs> was she white? No, she was black. Okay. Um, had a couple of kids, you know, whatever, whatever. And so, we're all sitting at the table, and you know, like she's bringing food out, and the food looks a little different, you know, but it didn't, you know, look bad. But then the turkey came out. And 
that turkey was so pale. Like, I just, like, <laughs> I was amazed at how pale this turkey was. And my grandmother, who was always in perfect composure, her manners were always on 10 and all of this other stuff. And, you know, she she just busts out and says something to the fact of, she was like, every, you know, she was like, everything looks pretty good. She was like, uh, looks like you, you know, you put in hard work or whatever. She was like, tell me, how did you, you know, you cook the turkey? <clears throat> so she said, oh, she's like, it didn't take long at all. Not as long as it normally takes. I put it in the microwave. Oh, Lord. <laughs> she was trying to kill y'all. Well, wait. And here's the bad part about it. Like I said, this was like my early teens. I had no clue what a microwave was. My grandmother, like we didn't have a microwave in our house probably until like the early, the late 80s, maybe early 90s. And feel you. I had no clue what a microwave was. So when she said it, I was like, what the hell? You know, in my mind, I'm like, what is a microwave? And then my grandmother has this look on her face like, oh, boy. You know what I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> I figured she knew what it meant, but I was still, but I wasn't messing with that turkey. First of all, I was never the turkey fan anyway. So anyway, um, dinner goes off and unfortunately none of the food was really all that good she ended up being the family member that they she's like you want me to bring anything just bring the salad she ended up yeah. being the salad family member <laughs> look first of all y'all generous because i'd have been like uh just bring a couple two liters that, that, that's <laughs> yeah for those of y'all who don't know if the family asks you to make the salad you can't cook you can't cook so um then she goes to bringing out the dessert and she puts like the sweet potato pie, like, <laughs> like in the middle of the table or whatever. And that, and it's, that was pale. I mean, now here's the thing about sweet that. potato pies. Oh, here's, I hate that. Here's the thing about sweet potato pies. My grandmother made like some of the best sweet potato pie anybody had ever tasted while she was alive. And I'm not saying that just because she was my grandmother. One of the things about her sweet potato pies was um, that they were very, very dark. Like the darkest I have ever, like I've not seen a pie as dark as hers. Um, and people who hadn't tasted her pie yet would kind of look at it and be like, why is it so dark? You know, it didn't look burnt, but it was very dark. And then they taste it and fall in love. But this pie, the crust didn't even look done. She didn't pinch the crust or anything like that. It just looked like she poured some filling in the on top of the pie crust and set it in the in the freezer so that it could solidify. And <laughs> so she said, um, she was like, did you happen to cook the microwave, the, the pie in the microwave too? And so she says, yeah, it, didn't took, it took a little in no time. My grandma was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> yeah, she was trying to take y'all out for sure. <laughs> she didn't know. And, you know, like I said, she had like, well, she had three kids, three kids. Yeah, she it's just like, you watch. No, she didn't. She didn't. She just was never one of those people who really learned to cook that well. I don't know if she does now, but 
she just was not a good cook. It didn't matter if it was in the microwave or not. It was just like, oh, I used to hate going over there, spending the night. She made it into the family? Yeah, my uncle stayed with her. He didn't get with her for cooking, obviously. Um, That's love. That's love. Um, love and a little bit of witchcraft. No, I'm just I was going to say, um, maybe she didn't do her cooking in, in the kitchen. In the kitchen. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, she was the salad lady in the family. So, what's your guys' worst Thanksgiving dish? Uh, um, speaking of macaroni and cheese. Uh-oh. <laughs> My brain hurts. We're recording this at what? One something in the morning. I can't mm-hmm. think straight. It's been a long weekend. Let me tell okay. you why. Uh-oh. <laughs> tell them why you mad, son. I went to Thanksgiving in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. where it was me, my mother, my oldest brother, my two daughters, and a bunch of descendants from the Caucasus Mountains. And <laughs> they did most of the cooking. I don't want to say in general it was bad. The turkey was great. The stuffing was great. Um, mm. What else was happening? The rolls was banging. <sighs> There's a lot of drinking going on. Mm. And one of them dropped the container with the macaroni and cheese on the floor. And there was a lot of mayonnaise in the deviled eggs. And you know, black folks, we more Miracle Whip type people, but there was a lot of mayonnaise in the deviled eggs. So on recent memory alone, that really sticks out in my head. A lot of mayonnaise in the devil eggs. That I could get over. Who drops the mac and mac cheese? cheese. <laughs> well, I mean, I grew up in a diverse community. So Thanksgiving didn't always mean what traditional Thanksgiving <laughs> means to most people. And that was fine. Chad Tex Mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there was a lot of that, and that was fine, too, because I love Mexican food. Um, I, I also had a lot of friends um, who had either one or both parents who were Korean. Mm. Um, so mm. one of my friends um, asked me over <laughs> for Thanksgiving one, one day, and I went. Mm-hmm. And... Um, her her mother <laughs> they they were eating uh kimchi and i don't like kimchi it's a I acquired mean, smell i mean well yeah. there's that i mean it doesn't necessarily taste bad but i i feel the same way about kimchi that i feel about um chitlins word you know what i'm saying yeah. like i've had them and the taste is not bad, but I don't trust them. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like that's not something that I'm excited about eating. Like, I would not do it willingly. And I feel the same way about kimchi. So, yeah, to, that was the worst Thanksgiving dish for me because I had to sit there and pretend like I was eating it. <laughs> I really wasn't because... Yeah, I don't. Uh, no, my brother loves kimchi. 
Mm. But I can't tell you whether that was good kimchi or bad kimchi because I don't like kimchi. Like if they would have made like like some mandu or something, I would have been like, yeah, but I don't do kimchi. So, yeah, Mm. there you go. Worst Thanksgiving dish ever, kimchi. Kimchi. Shout out to War Babies. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, but I don't know. Um, Thanksgiving. Oh, you know what else I don't like? (laughs) (laughs) While we're at it. Um, It's not that I don't like sweet potato. Like, I like sweet potato pie. I don't like <laughs> sweet potato casserole. Cannot stand it. Wait, what? What? Mashed potato? Mashed sweet potatoes? Ma- you know how they do those mashed sweet potatoes with like um the the marshmallows on marshmallows top? on top. Uh, yeah. Okay. I yeah, do not like that. Never tried it. That just <laughs> oh, looks yeah. gross. I'm, yeah, I'm like, don't 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 do that. <laughs> you know. If you're gonna I don't do- like the marshmallows on top, but I don't mind the no, I don't want mashed up sweet potatoes. Unless it's in a pie. Speaking <laughs> of pies, I don't know who made it, but one of them made an apple pie that had plums and walnuts on it, which apparently everyone loved. I didn't try it because I don't like regular apple pie. But my poor baby ate like over half of one and was in the bathroom all day. The plums! Oh. Yeah. yeah, those plums will do it. But yeah, I um, <laughs> I have always been. Well, my my mom says I used to get her in trouble a lot because I always had a discerning eye. <laughs> I'm not even gonna say palate. I'm gonna say eye. Like I would side eye stuff all the time. Like I'm not eating that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like no, I'm not eating that. And um. I'm trying to think. Um, yeah, a, another one of my mom's friends one time, um, this was, I don't think this was at Thanksgiving. It might have been. I don't remember. But I remember she tried to feed me some tripe. Ew. And yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, no. <laughs> I'm good on that. Which Ew. is. Which, Another you know, thing is, parents, why y'all be trying to force kids to eat shit is this just nasty? Yeah, like because you like it. Yeah, well, I mean, to to my mom's credit, we had an understanding when it came to chitlins. Mm-hmm. Um, she would she would get the the bucket out the free. You know how they had the bucket. Mm-hmm. She would get the bucket out of the freezer and sit it in the sink. You know to thaw out. And that was my signal to get on the phone, call the Amazon. Hey, I'm coming to stay at your house for a couple of days because I could Who's not. Who's Amazon? Uh, um, we'll point her out in the Facebook group. Right. Oh. Hey, sis. Yeah, she lived around the corner, so I would just walk around to her house. I'd be like, I'm staying at your house for a couple of days because like, I, I can't be in the house. When when those things are being cleaned, mm. I can't. <laughs> I very distinctly remember the first time I ever smelled them, and we were living in apartments in Germany, and I just walked in the hallway like, "What in the hell?" It, yeah, 
Miss Green's <laughs> house was on the third floor. I walked up to the fourth floor like, Mom, what happened? She was like, that's chitlins. Like, what's a chitlin? She explained yeah. it, and I was like, yeah, never in life will I eat that. <laughs> yeah, well, um, my family, well, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and many of my extended family, really enjoy them. <laughs> but I am not the one, so. They must be great based on wanting to put anything that smells like that in your mouth, but I also feel like crack and heroin must be great. I'm not trying them. Well, listen, yeah. you know, um, we had some really good cooks in my family. So, like I said, I have tasted them before, but I also have tasted liver, and I didn't feel liver to be that bad, but I, I don't eat liver. Like, you, you, can't, you can't pay me now to eat liver. I mean, you know, once you've dissected the livers out of any animal, you realize that liver is not something anyone should ever be eating. <laughs> so, as a result, I do not eat liver. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't, like, I can't deal with the smell when they're being cleaned. And there's just so much other stuff to eat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's so much other stuff to eat that there's, that there's no circumstance where I'm like, all right, give me the give me some of that liver. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or liver. Give me some of them chitlins. Yeah. I or that liver, but chitlins. Uh, yeah. I can't even not, say they're bad. I refuse to try. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad at any of it. I mean, you know, like if people like that, I'm not, you know, I'm not judging people who like to eat that stuff. I know I a lot am. of people. No, I'm just kidding. I know a lot of people who love, you know, liver and onions, and I don't get down. <laughs> you know, like my like, grandmother did. Ugh. Yeah, a lot of people do. My mother used to eat hogshead cheese, and yep, I used my to be like, did that too. like, <laughs> like, why would you eat that? That's I mean, it. Just, it just smelled disgusting. It, it looked, looked disgusting. gross. Oh my. God. God, it I'm like, smell disgusting. Uh, and and my mom was the only one in the house that would eat it because it just looks so disgusting. I mean, I don't know. Maybe my dad would. I can't remember. He he probably was not even living there at the time. But um, yeah, I just always thought hogshead cheese was gross. But yeah, there's just so many other things in the world to eat that there's no reason for me to eat shit that I object to. So. Mm. But, you know, y'all enjoy. <laughs> y'all out there in the world, enjoy. All right. Yeah. Somebody's got to do it. Somebody's got to do it. I guess. Now, speaking of family, this might be a good time to talk about this, because um, if anybody spent time with their family this holiday, I did not. So this is not about them. <laughs> But okay. I know people who are just moody. Mm. I call them moody, but it got me to thinking like, where's the line between moody? And you need to be medicated. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 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 where's the line between that? Um, 
I don't think that there's an official line for that. And part of that is, is because everybody's tolerance is different, you know, as far as what they can, you know, put up with from a person or what gets on their, you know, that bounces on their nerves. For me, okay, if I'm dealing with somebody who frequently just goes from zero to 64, simple everyday life things, you probably need to go talk to somebody and get a prescription. Like I have a couple of people in my life who like get extremely upset over the littlest things. Now, let me put it, let me say this. I am a much calmer version of the person who I used to be. And I realized that in some cases, especially when you're dealing with like maybe younger people, that that's a, you know, a season that they kind of go work, got to work out. I think in your twenties, you know, sometimes you may not be as patient, as tolerant, you know, especially, um, a lot of the, uh, young people today. Patience and tolerance is not really their thing. Um, But we live in an instant society as well, and they've only really ever known an instant society. So they don't like to wait. They don't have a lot of patience for stuff. Um, They don't have a lot of grace for um, a lot of things. But by the time you get to be, let's just say, 30, 40 years old, and you're still on that same ziggity boom, not calm down, not even a little, you probably need to go talk to somebody. You need some medication. Hmm. That's what it is for me. There's a lot of factors in people who are extremely, um, extremely moody. Some of it's youth. If you're dealing with somebody under the age of 30, some of it's youth. Yeah, everybody I mean, is the devil. Yeah, well, <laughs> clearly, but um, I don't even necessarily mean like they go zero to sixty. But like my one friend, I almost hate to pick up the phone when she calls. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because. I don't know what's going to be on the other end of that line. We, you know what I mean? Like yeah, we're welcome either to manhood. <laughs> like it's, it's either, you know, um, <laughs> Nifflin and, you know, um, you know, what's the purpose of life. And then a month later, um, Hey, you know, you should come with me. I'm going to, you know, to, to <laughs> I'm going to go do this and going to go do that. And I'm like, and it occurred to me today when I talked to her and she was just really on some, like, let's let, you know, like, let's pick up and go to Vegas. <laughs> like, All right. um, I'm just wondering, you know, maybe she might need a little bit of a uh, of medication. Well, because... wait a minute. 
You said a month later. So is that more like well, maybe depression? I think it's, I don't know. Like, I don't know because I am not a doctor or a therapist, but it I mean, seems to me that, yeah, like, like, like the moods ride a wave, like, like, you know, there's ups and downs and, and I feel bad because how I put this gently. <laughs> I'll be wanting to deal with, you know what I mean? Like I just don't. And, you know, I don't know. So it just seems to me like she might benefit from a little bit of pharmaceutical intervention, but you know, I also know that a lot of, a lot of people are reluctant, you know, to go there. Yeah, I mean, some of it may not even require pharmaceutical. Some of it may be, you know, they just, they need a therapist. They need somebody to talk to, to help them out with some coping skills. Because, I mean, when I think of moodiness, like I dated a guy not too long ago. And, hell. They, these were two back-to-back guys that I dated that were like severely moody. Like literally, we'd be sitting there chilling, having a good time, whatever, whatever. I go to the kitchen to get a bottle opener for a bottle of wine and I come back and it's like somebody fucking flipped the light switch. Like, what the fuck? I just went to the kitchen. Like, what happened to you in that? You know what I mean? What happened to you in that short amount of time? Um... Yeah. Somebody who is just like really, really happy one minute and the next thing you know, they just like pissed off and then they go from being pissed off to like a whole nother. Yeah, that's when I I think of Moody. I think of that kind of shit. Um, your friend just sounds like maybe, you know, she might be suffering from a little bit of depression, um, which is, you know, different from being just regular Moody and she just has her highs and her low, her highs and her lows. Yeah, I feel like, you know, well, like I felt like, you know, what I what I was talking to today was almost in the manic range. Oh. You know what I mean? Cuz it was like to talk to somebody. Yeah, cuz I was like that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like you just want to all of a sudden, I don't know. All of a sudden, get out. Keep in mind, if it is depression that she has, um, a lot of times people who deal with chronic bouts of dep- depression, they do a lot of dealing in escapism. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, um, yeah they, you know, <clears throat> they're just really trying to escape the reality or, you know, whatever is going on in their heads. They're looking for a way to come out of that funk and be happy. And so, yeah, it will be that all of a sudden, you know, let's go do this, let's go do that and be and have all this excitement about it because they're looking to that as a way out. Yeah, I mean, I get that, but I mean, she also starts talking a mile a minute. So, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's either feast or famine with her. You know what I mean? It's either... Aww. It's either um, cheer up or 
calm your ass down. Like there's, it's almost like there's no, no in between. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Zoloft Aww. and Prozac are your friends, people. Um, the simple fact with a lot of this is most of the people walking the earth, especially in America, are self-medicating. And I don't know if you need a prescription thing or not, but you need to be aware that that's what you're doing. I know I'm in the minority and feeling like anything you can cure with self-control is not a disease, but you should definitely seek help in figuring out how to control these things. And a lot of this is perspective. A lot of the things that people are so stressed about is the classic first world problems due to different upbringings and such. Like, yeah, you might think it's the end of the world where other people would think that's paradise, but a lot of you, a lot of us, I ain't going to put that on the world. Me too. You have to sit back and you have to do true analysis of who you are and what you want to be. And I promise you that once you start living your truth and there's things in life you're going to either have to accept or do better and make effort to do better, mm-hmm. life becomes a lot easier. It took me till my mid-30s because I was a bad alcoholic at a very young age. It mm-hmm. took me 30-some damn years to go, wait, I don't like people. So if I can avoid being around people in abundance, I don't feel the urge to drink all that much. Like, a lot of y'all got to look in the mirror. Yeah. I have a quick question for you, though. Who? So you said that you have a belief that anything can be, that can be controlled. I mean, I'm sorry, that can be anything managed can by be self-control. Self-control, yeah. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I wasn't going to go there because... (laughs) No, I know I'm in the minority and I'm probably wrong. (laughs) Well, probably. Because a lot of things that people perceive to be self-control also have a a biological component to it. So Yes, I could grant like mental issues and such like that. No, I'm talking about physiological issues. There, there are, but anyway, but go ahead. So I was just going to ask, and I'm not judging. I'm just asking. Um, an example of that type of thing would be for you. Drug Magic. addiction. Okay. Actually, <laughs> any form of addiction, because all drugs ain't classified as drugs. I don't understand addictions whatsoever i do understand things like there is mental illness there are certain people that are just off and need psychological help or medicine to balance them out side Mm -hmm. note just me being the weird ass i am um if you go in any woman's house and you look on their bathroom counter and see all the products they use for skin hair and everything else i wonder a lot of y'all chemically imbalanced but anyway yeah, I understand that some things are out of people's control. Yeah, I mean, even something that seems like drug addiction, for example. 
um, like you and I could do the same drug and you may get addicted and I may not. Yeah. Because there are also physiological components to drug addiction. Because yeah, there are some that take a hold of you a lot quicker than others. Well, it's not just that, but some people are prone. There, there are, there are biological processes that are affected by drug use, and <laughs> some people release certain endorphins during drug use that other people don't. So there's definitely a, a physiological component to it, which is why I wouldn't just say, you know, you know, there are people that are like, oh, well, I took that drug and I didn't get addicted, but that's you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Somebody else is going to have a harder time with it. Yeah, that I get. That yeah. I definitely get. Like, I'll never forget years ago, I burnt my, I burned my hands. And um, I, burnt, I had second and third degree burns on both of my hands. And um, <clears throat> I went to the hospital and all of this other stuff. And they had, uh, I kept telling them, they were like, let me see your hands. I had, had, I had put my hands in water, right? The wrong thing to do, but it took away the pain. The because absolute I, wrong thing to it do. It was. And, I, yeah. and listen, and I knew that at the time that I did it. But the pain was unbearable and keep in mind i have nerve damage as well so it's just like yeah whatever so anywho you know they're like let us see your hands and i'm like no i'm like you know here i took it out the, the, the water for like 10 seconds and then i put it back in and he was like no i need to examine your hands i was like not without something for pain and he goes but i need to see your hands i was like not without something for pain. You don't even understand. This is literally just like, it's too much. So finally they go and give me something, whatever it was, they came and they give me the shot and they come back like the nurse comes back like 15 minutes later. And I had already said to them, I was like, listen, I suffer from chronic pain. I am not a drug addict. What you're not going to be able to do is give me just a little bit of something and expect for the pain to go away. It's not going to happen. It's like, check me for track marks, do whatever you got to do. I'm not a drug addict. So they gave me something. And 15 minutes later, after giving it to me, I'm sitting up on the side of the bed and the nurse goes, comes in and she says, did they come and give you a shot? And I'm like, yeah. I was like, you want to see my hands now? She was like, how long did they give you the shot? And I said, I don't know, about 15, 20 minutes ago. She took out her little flashlight. She checked my eyes and she says, wow, you really do have a high tolerance. She was like, you should be knocked out. I'm like, yeah, no, but you can see my hands now. Yeah. Um, All drugs don't affect people. My whole point for telling that long winded story. No, absolutely. I mean, yeah, that's the same reason why, you know, I've, <laughs> At least twice woken up during surgery. So, you know, because... Did you say woken up during surgery? Oh, Ooh. yeah. I woke up in the middle of my gallbladder surgery. Oh, Lord, yeah. Lord, 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 
I mean, I don't no. think it was. I honestly don't think it was the middle. Well, I, I didn't feel anything, first of all. <laughs> so I don't think it was the middle. I think it was probably like they were probably sewing me up at the time. Oh. Um, because, and, I, and what I think probably oh. happens, and I don't know this for a fact because I'm not an anesthesiologist, but I think what probably happens is like when you get toward the end of the surgery, they start pulling back on the anesthesia so that, yeah. you know, you can come out of it easier. I guess. And yeah, I woke straight the hell up. Oh, they were playing no. classical music, having a conversation. And I was like, what is going on? Because, <laughs> you know, you have a trach tube down your throat. So it's not like you can, you know. And the, the, anesth the anesthesiologist is sitting like right over you. And they were talking and they were laughing about something. I can't remember what. Um, Funny gallbladder. <laughs> sure. Um, but um, then all of a sudden he looked down and he and I heard him go, oh, shit, she's awake. And then I wasn't. <laughs> OK, which means he cranked that shit. They turned up. it up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. So and that's crazy. I also have a problem um, with them numbing me when I get dental work. And I have oh, to tell I definitely them, have that issue. Yeah, I always have to tell them I am hard to numb. <laughs> Shout out so, to those sadists. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, um, when I had, um, I had, uh, 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 what do you call it? Um, when they dig the pulp out of the, <laughs> out of the tooth. Oh, canal. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. yeah. I had a root canal with the, the, I had a root canal once and he kept poking me with the um with the needle. Oh, stop it. And I was not and I wasn't getting numb. And so oh. he kept going in there and he's like, You shouldn't be feeling this because I've just been shooting you up, shooting you. And I'm like, No, I can still feel it. And then finally I got so tired of him poking me with the needle, I was like, just do it. <laughs> you know, just, just no. yeah. So I did the root canal. So he did the root canal, and I was not numb, and I it was no. and it was miserable. <laughs> for the I record. have some dental work that I have to get done now, and they're yeah. like, "Well, we're not going to put you to sleep." I said, "Oh, yes, the hell you are." Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Well, for the record, when I had my wisdom teeth taken out, they took all four of them out, and they gave me anesthesia. They they knocked me out to do it. Um. And I also woke up <laughs> in the middle of that. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I thought I was being tough when I was getting my wisdom teeth taken out. Like I'm not paying an extra two hundred to go to sleep. Just numb me up. I'll Shit. gladly pay yeah. it. Yeah, in hindsight, off and I'll be happy in the dark. No, in matter of fact, the doctor told me. You know, he he was like, you know. um, <laughs> He's like, I had to really work <laughs> to to break your teeth. You you got you had some strong teeth, so it was probably a good thing I was asleep. Apparently, I did too, and did not need to be awake for that. I've never felt yeah. so much like a punk in my motherfucking life. Oh yeah, no, I was never under the impression that I wanted to be awake during that. Nope. I thought I'd be cool if it was numbed up, but I swear the medicine didn't kick in until around the third tooth. The first no. two, I felt every bit of that shit. Yeah, I you know the anesthesia was. I mean, the um, yeah, the anesthesia was the best uh, idea I ever had, and I also think that that contributed to the fact that 
I didn't have any, well, I had a little bit of pain like the day of, but after that I was fine. Yeah, I was like I didn't get swelling, like nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. So yeah, spring for the anesthesia people. <laughs> I'll gladly. Even, even if, if you're going to wake up in the middle of it. Even if it comes to me not paying the light bill, I'll be over here happy in the dark. <laughs> and not in pain. <laughs> not. Yep. Nope. <laughs> yeah. I. Nope. I. I had no desire. Like I don't sign up willingly to be in pain. <laughs> like it's just no. not something I ever do. Nope. So. But um. So shout out to y'all in the morning. Oh, <laughs> so we got uh, one one more left, I guess. Um, you wanted to talk about unsolicited dick pics. Oh, yeah, there was that. Yeah, when are you sending them? <laughs> that wouldn't be unsolicited now, would it? Well, I didn't solicit them. <laughs> so. Sound, sound like you're volunteering to me. Right, uh, I'm, I'm soliciting. You know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> need some entertainment. Okay, you asked nicely. I'll get you in a minute. Wow. <laughs> it occurred to me while I was Look gone. How generous you are! Burner I phone, and I could do so many wild things over the weekend. But w- I just want to clarify some things for women that are so distraught that you received them. Men are generally. Not that bright when it comes to emotions, at the very least. You know, we say. tend to think, like, <laughs> oh, I like her. If she sends let me, me titties, show her that my means penis. she really likes me. So, in reverse, it should be the same thing. If I send her a dick pic, she's going to go, oh, wow, dick, I want that. It's not the same process, people. And kings. <laughs> Love yourself, respect yourself. Most of y'all do not have dicks you need to be showing to people. And you are driving down the value of people with dicks that are worth showing. <laughs> Fucking up our OnlyFans money. <laughs> so, I know y'all are more lenient about receiving dick pics. Feel free to state your... Oh no, I think I no, I think it's hilarious. And by the way, um <laughs> if you send me unsolicited dick pics, um I will show them to my friends and we will cackle at you. So, I, <laughs> you know, it's all fun for me. So by all means, <laughs> cackle. Yep. Hear that guys, your dick is laughable. Usually. And then you get free advertisement too. What can you do? Oh, we're a funny bunch of people. <laughs> I remember, I don't know, I, it was years ago that I had met some guy and we were, we had talked on the phone like twice or like whatever. And he was like, um, can we share pics? And I said, sure. <laughs> wow. And, and he sent me, like, he sent me his dick pic, and I was like, 
oh man, you kind of messed things up. Like I was kind of genuinely <laughs> oh, interested wow. in you. Yeah, and and yeah, and and that yeah. happened. Oh my God, this one dude, you know, sent me one one time and he shall, you know, henceforth be known as Stubby. Like, that is just what I call him. Because it took me a minute. I was like, is that his thumb? Oh, no. Yes, not. (laughs) So. Wow. That's bad. It was, yeah. (laughs) Do people be dick fishing? I don't know what that means. Like not catfishing, but like do sending a stunt penis or a body double or something. That would be terrible. I don't know. Um, I, I'm sure I, it gets done. Probably. Mm. I've been called a liar by men, which is hilarious. Like that. Like I was sending men pictures of my dick back when Facebook was a wilder place. You could just post something in a group. Oh, <laughs> that, that was going to be like, that's not you. Like, that was going to be my question. <laughs> why the hell? Why are they? Oh, let yeah, one of my ex's boyfriends they... act up and look at me stupid. I will surely humble his punk ass. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I mean, no shame in mine. Clearly. Like I know she told you whatever story she told you, but this is what she was going through before you came into the picture, stubby. Which also um, leads me to, you know, another thing. Okay. Even if you are large, okay, (laughs) I need y'all to understand that that is not the be all end all. True. No, because y'all might not be talented with it. Well, even if you are, again, not the be-all, end-all. I mean... I'll say it, big dick is overrated. Yes, that too. Mm. (laughs) But, but, I mean, it's just that... Very photogenic, though. I mean, if if, if y'all think that that is something... That's going to keep us interested. It may keep, I mean, it may keep some some women interested in fucking you, but that ain't gonna, that's not gonna keep them interested, you know, long term. So have something else, like a personality. It helps. Immensely. But let's, let's just be clear. Big dick is not a bad thing. <laughs> Well, I think it can once be. you surpass a certain point, is yeah. I was gonna say it can be. Oh well, yeah. It's more yeah. for um, show than practicality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I know a lot. Like, I have friends who don't like big dicks at all because, um, <laughs> I mean, they can't take them. So fucking horrible people. Well, I mean. <laughs> People have different anatomies, you yeah. know, <laughs> and that's just what that is. So, Aww. you know, some people, just... <laughs> <laughs> so some people just don't like all that. You know what I mean? Like, just don't like that. And, and people <laughs> with micro penises need love to go get your one pump. Well, I mean, you can have like a micro penis and. Still have an outstanding personality, and you know, mm. 
Get your tongue game together. Thank you. And that. (laughs) So, I mean, oh, that was going to be a terrible choice of words. I was about to say there's more than one way to skin a cat, but no. That is not the way I'm going with that. When chicks like ask you to shave their pussy, can you not be serious? Um, I'm huh? sorry. What? What? When chicks, hey, I've had a couple of chicks ask me to shave them, and I'm like, "Have you seen my face?" Like, no. Okay. First, I don't of want all, that level of a responsibility. No. I was going to say because unless um, you're a professional. Unless- no, unless we have exchanged some kind of vow, there is zero chance that I'm letting you come anywhere you near me. A razor down there. Yes, anywhere I near me that with shit the was razor. Weird too. I've never oh put a razor God. to my face. I don't need that level of responsibility. I had a guy ask me to shave him once down there, and I was like, "Are you?" trying to turn me off like i mean i don't understand like i don't know like mm. yeah yeah appreciate the trust but i know me yeah that's weird he's like well you can get a good look at the the area you know this is back before camera phones was popping and people could fuck up their own futures (laughs) i mean yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's there why. There's always a Polaroid. God, no, I'm just playing. Oh, those are <laughs> the good old days. What the hell did I do with all of those? Mm. I was I was too much of a picture snob. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple of Polaroids, but I was not a Polaroid person. Oh, I love Polaroids. Oh, no. Uh, in the late Polaroid 90s where though. they came out with the one that took the miniature ones that you could use for stickers. Mm-hmm. Oh, those was the good old days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they still have those. Now, those are okay because I'm a sticker person. But just, you know, the old Polaroids from when we were kids that are faded now <laughs> because <laughs> the technology was awful. True. Yeah. I did, yeah. I I didn't like those. Ah, uh, such great reminiscing. Damn it! Huh. All right, we wrapping it up. We all just beautiful. Sure. Yep. So we'll oh, come. Come. Um, <laughs> Exotica is in DC the weekend after this episode comes out. I doubt I'll be there all three days, but I will be there Saturday. If you know what I look like, come find out. I'm wearing gray sweatpants. Um, if you like the show, tell a friend, <laughs> tell a foe, tell a hoe. And if you don't, tell everybody you know. It is the Threesome Pod on Twitter, the Threesome Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Holla at your peoples. Peace. Yeah, I'm going to go walk the dog. Dog. Bye.